Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt this Victorian lockdown to bring you a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Lockdown. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, that would have been a better ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well. Opportunity missed. (laughs) Hurry up. (laughs) All right, Blackboard. (laughs) (laughs) Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. People. People. I see oh my people. Gosh. I see people we're, virtual. We're all, we're all in boxes. <laughs> we're in. We're, it's boxed in 2021. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice callback. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, I am a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Kantaramaju. And I don't know where the wind is blowing. Margot Lister. (laughs) (laughs) And you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Lockdown 4.0 edition. Lockdown 4.0, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Uh, Yes, here down in... In the lovely state of Victoria, we uh, the reason there was not an episode last week is because of technical difficulties uh, due to our inability to be in the same room because uh, COVID decided to rear its ugly head once more and keep us inside our houses. Uh, but we are all fine. Mike is doing better than Folia and me because he can actually go do things now. But... Yep. Um... Surely, <laughs> I will be happy. I, I'm happy you can do things. I work um, in a hospital. It doesn't really change for me. Yeah, true. Um, but uh, hopefully we'll be uh, out of this circuit breaker extended edition lockdown very soon. Um, but we're here at least. We can do this podcast still. So if there are any technical issues, that is why. Because we're in th- back to three separate studios. Um, <laughs> yep, but we're here, and I've missed you guys. It's yeah. been it's been a couple of weeks, um, and because we've been in lockdown, I'm sure we've all been watching many things. <laughs> many, oh many yes, things. all of the stuff, all of the stuff. Fulia, um, yes. Give give me a rundown of a few things that you've been watching the last two oh, weeks. A few things. Oh yes. Or how I many? Will, I will. How many you want that can take up like two minutes of time? <laughs> like you know, go okay. for it. <laughs> Use your limit. Go. Go. And I'm starting the the clock now. No, I'm so, just yeah. kidding. It's fine. Here's the timer. No. And I watch nothing. Moving on. No, I'm joking. Oh my god. I have watched, I, I have watched stuff. <laughs> Um, well, that's one minute. So, 
Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have been watching some movies and some TV shows. Um, today at the time of recording in Discord, watch the Lego movie we, with our Discord community because I, I decided that this week I would build Lego on stream and that's why I was like, you know what, I'm going to, what, we're going to watch the Lego movie this week. So we watched that, lots of fun. Um, I also, now don't judge me, I did watch Trolls World Tour. <laughs> <laughs> no judgment. Okay. Yeah, no it's judgment. Not- I actually quite like that one. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. I have a question. Is it better than the mm. first one? Because I didn't really like the first one too much. <laughs> I got, I got okay. more out of the second one than I did the first one. Okay. I Yeah, I feel like the second one is a little better because it's, it's pretty much about the different genres of music coming together. Um, but the movie is like the 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 leader of the rock clan wants to break it all up and make everyone uh worship and follow rock um but you know poppy i think her name is from the pop from the pop clan decided no we need to come together as one and have that we all like different things and so that's how it's going to be so it's 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 actually not that bad have to admit it not it's not the greatest <laughs> but it's not it's not terrible okay it was it was watchable it was watchable okay. um another movie that i have watched uh is the secret garden the 1992 or three three, three. 1993 nice. uh, film the secret garden uh with maggie smith um i read the book i learned how to play the score on piano <laughs> Oh, that's cool. And now I managed to actually watch the movie, so I'm I'm really happy I did, and I and I really enjoyed it. It was really nice. Yeah, um, definitely recommend that one. Nice. Uh, another one I watched recently was The Favorite. Hey, um, I've been I've been meaning to watch that one for a while now, and I got the chance uh, this week, so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna watch The Favorite. Um, wow, Whew. what a movie. Yeah. <laughs> It's a it's a bit of a ride, isn't it? I know it is. <laughs> but but hilarious. Oh my gosh, though. Oh, Olivia Coleman. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. She does an amazing job as mm-hmm. Queen Anne. Queen Anne, yes. Anne, yeah. Um, and then and then you've got her. I don't know her lover. I suppose yeah, essentially. Yeah. Um, and then you've got uh, was it uh. Gosh, Emma, Emma Stone? Stone? Yeah, Emma Stone. Yeah, okay, good. I was making sure I got the name right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she is, wow. Like, yeah, she's so good in it. So good. Yeah. Her character will lie to get anything, uh-huh. and she managed to do so. And wow, like, I can't believe the lengths she went to to get to <laughs> becoming the favorite. So Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh my goodness. But yeah, good movie. I really enjoyed The Favourite. Um, and another one that I will mention, but I'll talk more about it in Quickie Review, is The Friends Reunion. Yay! Oh my gosh. I got to watch it thanks to Kendall. Thank you very much. Oh, you're so welcome. <laughs> and you're just going to spend two minutes on that, right? <laughs> oh, well, it depends. Our Quickie Reviews don't usually go for that long. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yes, but I will um, 
talk more about that yes. in quickie review. Me too. Yes. Michael. Hi. What have you been watching this week or for the past two weeks, I should say? For the past two weeks. Uh, yeah. Um, well, long story short, uh, I've got a quick review later on, which I'll probably mention here because it involves nerdy news as well. I saw Koala in, nice. the, in the cinema. like <laughs> the, In a cinema. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> on, on the Thursday night. Like right before the lockdown happened. Uh, so. <laughs> timing. Yeah. Because I wanted to watch it and also I don't want to fork out thirty bucks. So I only yeah, watched fair. it. Yeah. I only spend like eight bucks because yeah. I get V rewards with with it, so I, I yeah. can just spend eight bucks on it. Which is great. And more on that later. Good. And and on the Friday, which is my day off, I no. Um, wrong. Before the lockdown, so it's the same day, Thursday. Uh, sorry, Tuesday. Um, uh, I went out to buy myself a little lockdown present. <laughs> I got myself a <laughs> Blu-ray player. Hey, Ooh. yeah, it's uh, coming up in the world because I've been buying uh, the new Doctor Who collection uh, Blu-rays. Of the classic series, and I buy them from JB, and and uh, with one of the purchases, they they send me a um, a promotion of oh you bought this so have sixty um, something bucks off for for your next Blu-ray. So yeah. I was like, ooh, which one should I should I get? Uh, and I got Twin Peaks. So I've been watching Twin Peaks for the last two weeks. Oh um, wow. I've seen it before, but it's it's on Blu-ray, uh, and I always like going back to it because it's such a weird, weird show. You need to be in the right mindset. It's sort of like it's it's it it's really great if you know like the if you like David Lynch and his sort of stuff, and I do, and I would recommend it. Um, even though people might watch it and it's like, this is boring. It's like, it's supposed to be. <laughs> oh. <wow. laughs> Essentially, it's like making fun of soap operas, like, of the time, because it was in the early 90s when it came out. And uh, the Blu-ray that I actually got actually had, like, the original series, including the new one that came out not too long ago. Uh, like the limited series that I've been meaning to watch. Um, and I- I've watched like the first two episodes and I want to like finish it off and like and say, yeah, this is really great. And yeah, I-, I just enjoy it. And yeah. And what else? Yeah, I've been watching Doctor Who as well on the Blu-ray uh, and been watching that with my little girl and it's... <laughs> It's really cute. She she um we were watching Peter Davison and we we and Mummy came in and says, Oh, who's that? He's like, That's Doctor Who. It's like, Oh my god, yes. <laughs> yeah. I have converted. She's going to be a nerd. And Yay. And um yeah. And also uh been watching a tele- a television show with my wife. Um we we decide I don't know what brought us to the decision of actually watching a TV show, but 
But uh, do do you know Genius, the TV show? Yes. Yeah, um, we started watching it because it was it's on Disney Plus, and we we decided to watch it because a I love meme and Je- Jeffrey Rush, um, yeah, and him playing um, Albert Einstein, and we're we're watching like um, a, a biopic of Jeff uh, of of Jeffrey Rush of Albert Einstein, and. <laughs> And the next two seasons as well, it's got um, Aretha Franklin and Picasso. So yeah. who knows? We'll probably continue watching that. And we're almost finished that se- season, and it's pretty it's pretty good. I didn't know much about Albert Einstein, and but um, I'm actually really enjoy it, enjoy it because it's actually depicting like his history, but it's also the history like surrounding him, and then that includes the First World War and the Second World War. And yeah, it's mm. it sort of reminds me of The Crown, uh, but I'm enjoying it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not. Um, I probably wouldn't be surprised if it's done by the same same production company because it's a uh, it, it it looks like it's um, filmed in the UK and there's a lot of UK people in it. And yeah, I I would recommend it. It's it's really fun. And nice. something that that both me and my wife can watch is it's a rarity. I have to admit. I mean, she likes her, she likes her stuff. I like her stuff, and we sort of try and meet in the middle with something. And yeah, this is one of the one of the uh, rare occasions, which is good. Um, yeah, that's basically it. Um, oh, I got, uh, I I showed my little girl Smurfs for the first time. We yeah, we Smurfs. watched the, yeah we watched the first episode. Because that was on, that, I think it's on Netflix. I shink. And we also watched the, the 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 movie, um, the uh, not the uh, live action one, but the the recent one that that came out not too long ago, the Lost Village. Lost and that Village, was a bit, right? Yeah, that was a bit of fun as well. And I, I think she liked it. I don't know. She sat down and watched it, so it's like mm, maybe not. Uh, she's getting into Paw Patrol, which, okay, it's it looks like ge- every other kid. Yeah, it looks generic. <laughs> at least, at least I, yeah, at least I sort of, it's like, okay, Daddy's turn. Let's watch SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> she likes SpongeBob. There we go. Nice. What about you, Kendall? Awesome. Do you like SpongeBob? Yeah, SpongeBob. SpongeBob's great. I still think about the uh, my one favorite episode of. SpongeBob, which is the one where he rips his pants, <laughs> and it's literally my favorite because it has the best fucking gag in it, where he like fakes his death, gets that lifeguard to save him, and he's he's like, "I need, I need," and the lifeguard's like, "What do you need?" And then SpongeBob goes, "A tailor," because I ripped my pants. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> God, I love it. Um, anyway, apart from SpongeBob, um, I have been doing a lot of watching of a lot of movies, mostly in the last two weeks, specifically documentaries. Um, I have watched three uh, entertainment-based uh, docos. Um, I watched the Bee Gees uh, How Can You Mend a Broken Heart documentary. Um and that was really, really good. I learned a lot about 
uh, the, 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 the rise and the fall and the rise again of the BGs and, um, and the way, the way their career kind of went, I didn't realize how success, like early on in like the sixties, they were successful, like not, not too long after the Beatles sort of thing. Um, and just, yeah, just their rise to fame. And it was really nice to hear from, yeah, there's like interview archive footage with the, you know, the, the, all the brothers and uh, more recent footage, obviously, with Barry because he's the only one left now, sadly. Um, but, um, but yeah, it was a beautifully made documentary. Uh, highly recommend. I also watched uh, Tina, which is the recently released doco um, t- uh, about Tina Turner. Um, and that is very similar to the Bee Gees one. Um, in, in, in terms of the way it's made, just, you know, lots of archive footage, lots of interviews, lots of like concert footage and all this stuff. And I, I mean, I knew she had a rough life, but I, I learned things about her relationship with, uh, with, with Ike that I had never heard before. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was very confronting to listen to some of it, but very important to listen to because, you know, it's her story and the fact that she survived it all is just insane and a testament to her spirit, um, and resilience, but she's, and she's so talented, insanely talented too. It's crazy. Um, so I recommend that. And then I also watched, um, I did kind of a double header sort of a thing where I watched both, um, postcards from the edge and bright lights and so this is the so bright lights is the documentary about uh carrie fisher and debbie reynolds um that was filmed a couple of years before or the year maybe the year before they both died um and uh you know it kind of follows it was supposed to be a documentary that was following debbie and her life but because of how close debbie and carrie were they decided to restructure the doco as focusing on their relationship. And so it's basically them uh, over like a few months period between like 2014, 2015. Um, but I watched Postcards from the Edge first because I really wanted to watch it. And that's that's a movie starring Meryl Streep and Shirley MacLaine, um, which is basically playing Carrie and Debbie, except they're not called Carrie and Debbie because um, it's based on a book that Carrie Fisher wrote in the eighties, um, about like a fictionalized sort of sensationalized account of their relationship and their lives. But it's a lot of it's very true. Um, so the movie was really cool. And then it gave me really good context for the doco because I could see how accurately, uh, it had, it had been written the movie as well as performed, um, in terms of basing it on the real life people. And, and yeah, and it just made me really sad because, you know, they're both not here anymore as well. And it was just, they were just, both of them just wonderful people. Um, and I really recommend people watch Bright Lights just because, you know, they were, la- both of them were larger than life really. And yeah, and it just, it gave me such a, it's such an intimate kind of insight into what their lives were like. Um, and I love Carrie even more now than I, than I did you know, I <laughs> so much more love for her and how real she was. Um, and just to mention one thing from that doco that she, that I didn't realize, uh, she refers to doing conventions as like being a stripper. Like she called, like they were, yeah, like she would call, <laughs> like 
She would. She referred to like doing photo ops and auto ops as like uh, lap dancers. Um, wow. Like that was the analogy she used. Like she <laughs> she was okay with it and she enjoyed it, but she didn't she, like she didn't want to do it for years, and then she got it grew into the idea and but had this just way about her, the sense of humor she had. She, that's just, you know, how, what she yeah. like, <laughs> liked to perceive them as because, you know, they're, they're paying money. They're putting, yeah, that kind of thing. It was just very funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was, that was nice to see her at a, con- yeah, because I showed footage of her at a convention doing photos and, and doing signings and stuff and the fans reacting. So there was a lot of cool Star Wars stuff in there as well. Um, but yeah, highly recommend that. And then last, lastly, I will mention, because I did this last night in one, in one sitting, I watched all seven episodes of Mayor of Easttown, um, which is, uh, <laughs> which was really good, but uh, it was the one kind of show that everyone's been talking about online. And every time I open up my binge app, it's like right in the face and I'm like, okay, guess I'm gonna watch this and then yeah so I I decided yesterday I went for a walk and I came back I'm like well I'm gonna do this and then yeah it was really really good Kate Winslet is fantastic she's gonna win the Emmy like this this show is gonna sweep the Emmys I'm just calling it now like it's yeah she it's it's very well written there's a lot of twists and turns super well made and and shot and directed and all of that and um but Kate Winslet is outstanding as this Pennsylvanian uh, detective, um, yeah, she's just phenomenal. So I really recommend if you if people are into like crime, thriller, drama stuff, like um, it's it's yeah, it's super awesome. So um, check that out now. Um, but yeah, I think that's enough from what we've been watching. I forgot to mention. Uh, this is probably going to make Michael very happy. I have caught up. Uh, on the Clone Wars, I now know who the Bad Batch are. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! So I am. I am now. I haven't finished the series, but I have watched up to episode one of season seven. So okay, so you've, <laughs> and you've I'm met- planning on. I'm, I've met the Bad Batch. I know okay. who they are. They okay. seem like a lovely bunch of guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so I'm going to finish off the rest of the season hopefully this week. Ah, <laughs> oh, nice. That's awesome. Yep. <laughs> Very cool. Just thought well, I'd throw that in there. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I've been I'm up to date with Bad Batch as, as well as Modoc. I don't know about you, Mike. I am. <laughs> you are. Yes. I, I can't. I can't watch um, Return of the Jedi ever again <laughs> oh no <laughs> do you mean revenge don't you mean revenge of the sith no 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 oh, oh yes i know why and we can't say because it's a spoiler for folia yes okay yes Dang. but i know what you're talking about i know <laughs> yeah what you're yeah 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 you, you are yeah yeah, we're gonna have to have a conversation off air about that because <laughs> I ne- I have to vent feelings. <laughs> out, out of all, I will say, out of all the backstories to I expand know. upon, why? Yeah, but and then and then, but no, no, it's not even connected. <laughs> There's no point in trying to talk <laughs> out of context. All right, all right, because all right, it's all right, not all gonna right. work. All right. How about let's let's put a pin in it? Yes. And we will dive in 
to the nerdy news. This is the news and nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Alrighty, it's nerdy news time, and there is not too much to discuss, surprisingly. Uh, we kind of got lucky with not being able to record last week because there ain't too much going on in the in the the world of nerdy news, but we have some cool little things to share, starting with um, some Spider-Man related news. Uh, Issa Rae, um, most known for uh, writing and producing her and starring in her own comedic series, Insecure, um, she is joining the cast of uh, Into the Spider-Verse 2 uh, as Spider-Woman, which is really cool. Um, they're introducing Spider-Woman to uh, the Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse movie. Um, yeah, which is really exciting. I think this is the first kind of major casting announcement outside of the main returning cast they've mentioned so far. This isn't coming out, I don't think, until next year or the year after at this point. Um but yeah, really, I've never, I'm not really familiar, I suppose, with Spider-Woman because I've never really seen her in much, uh, much thing, many things before, if I can speak words. Um, Michael, are you a, are you a Spider-Woman fan? Do you know much about her? I don't know much about her. I just know the um, controversial pose that she did, considering. Oh. Uh, I wonder if I can find it. Yeah, here it is. It, it's one of it's like one of the first things that pops up. Come up. Hang on, yeah. maybe I'll search it. Yeah, just do Spider-Man woman pose. Oh. Right, so she's like... I, yeah, okay, I'm with you now. I know, I can see what it looks like. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's weird. And How to sell comics. How to sell comics. I wonder if yeah. I can show out the folio too. There you go, folio. What do you reckon? I'm not sure how I think <laughs> about that post. Yeah, it's, it's poorly drawn. Like, I've got no comment. <laughs> no comment. That's fair. I don't really have much more to say <laughs> on on that. Apparently, it's been parodied quite a bit. There's yeah. a version of Deadpool. There's a version of Hillary Clinton here. Um, yeah. Right. It's uh, interesting. All right. Well, that's, you know, hopefully uh, Spider-Woman will be much better represented in Spider-Verse 2. I have no doubt she will. Um, <laughs> Dare I say, humble beginnings? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, and Issa Rae is a very funny lady, and she has a great voice, so I, I think it's going to be awesome. Um to see her as the character, so it's yeah, can't wait. I really enjoyed the first one. Same, same. The first one was still probably in well, in my top five, top three animated movies of all time. I reckon it's oh, pretty, yeah. fa- pretty fantastic. Yeah, I love it. Fulia, did you see? Did you see Into the Spider Verse? Not yet. Okay. You would really like it. You should really watch it. I keep forgetting that I've got it. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's the, that's the one. Okay. That's right. And I think last time you mentioned that 
I said I was going to come over and we were going to do a thing where we'd watch yeah. it, and then it still hasn't happened. And okay, nope. all right, I will. I will do better <laughs> to educate you. It's not okay. in full air. It's not still in the plastic wrap, is it? It probably is. Hey. Yep, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you didn't Your even have to say maybe then. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. All right. Let's move on to the next item as we cross the pond, as I like to say, to uh, DC. Um, got a couple of uh, interesting little reveals in regards to upcoming DCEU projects. The first being uh, Andy Muschietti, a director of the upcoming Flash movie. Um, has teased Michael Keaton's return as Batman, uh, which we all know is is well underway um, and going to be hella amazing, if I do say so myself. Um, there was an image released uh, recently um, on social media of, uh, let's just say, Tim, um, Tim Burton's iconic Batman suit up close on the logo. And there was a bit of blood on like in the bit of the yellow and it kind of made made me think of the watchmen mm. logo a little bit which i thought was interesting um but um it's kind of hinting at a you know we've got an older batman we've got a wiser batman we've got a batman who's probably been through some shit um so yeah i i don't know i guess my my theory is i don't know really i have a theory but um because this, this Flash movie does seem to be like it's going to be a Flashpoint sort of movie that they're doing with all alternate worlds and things of the like. So, um, But my, my hope is that it's something along the lines of a, um, you know, a Batman who's been through some shit with, the, with you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. The, jo- the Joker's obviously dead in the Michael Keaton Batman world, so... He kind of he can't have killed Robin, um, or any of that stuff. But there's yeah, there's definitely some some darkness foreboding incoming. It's exciting. Um, Michael, what are your mm. what are your thoughts on on this little hint uh, about the Dark Knight? Yeah, uh, well, um, um, who was it? Well, Mindful Sluice have uh, reckoned. Mm-hmm. That this particular symbol is from the uh, Batman Forever um, suit. Um, oh, yeah, and oh, do you um, mean Batman Returns? Because Batman, Batman, Bat- Batman Forever was Val Kilmer, right? Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman Returns. So ba- Batman Returns. Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. In okay. The last, the last Burton Keaton. Yes, returns. So yeah, I don't. Um, they're probably going to go from uh, the first two movies. I th- I'd probably think they're not going to touch uh, Joel Schumacher and his bat nipples. So, <laughs> so with saying that, there's probably not going to be a Robin in this, or maybe, or maybe that, or maybe. Well. It, after that, you could probably do whatever you want. Maybe there was a, a Robin that we didn't get to see, but yeah, as he's as he's dead, um, and it's, and it's much older Batman. So who knows? We'll probably get a a Tim Burton esque uh, Nightwing. The, the possibilities yeah. are endless. 
Endless, and, yeah. And with this um, picture, um, I had to laugh a little bit because <laughs> it kind of looked like uh, Batman was eating a, a jam donut and uh, in his suit. <laughs> Thank his, you. Like, yeah. Thank you. That blood looks like fucking jam or sauce. <laughs> like, it doesn't really look like blood that much. <laughs> well, drops of blood, you know... In order to make it like I don't know more real, I think I think blood's more more transparent than it usually is. Like a, a drop of paint, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't see much blood in my day to day life. So who 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 can judge? <laughs> who can judge? Um, yeah, it's going to be a very interesting movie. Um, yeah, I can't wait. It's, it's kind of like uh, a race to the finish. Who can who can do a good um, multi multiverse movie? Um, I reckon, I reckon it's probably going to be a low key one. That's like, oh, remember this? I oh, remember this? Or they're just going to go full out of doing uh, uh, Batman and Flash because there's not many. I, I'm I'm not sure if they're going to do like um, the different iterations of Superman either. I think they're just probably going to stick with Batman and that. Yeah. Because there's not many, not many um, things you can do with like Superman because you know uh, Henry Cavill's not coming back, and no, there is word that maybe maybe a cameo of uh, Baffleck, but who knows? Well, I'm 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 more I'm more interested in this one. Yes, if it's well, going to be a, like a low key one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they are introducing Supergirl in this movie, so there's yeah. that. Uh, on top of everything else that's going to be going on, so uh, hopefully she fits in nicely. Yeah. Um, yes. And then we can decide who did it better, the TV show or the movie. Yeah, comparisons will abound. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> seen the, I haven't seen the TV show yet. I've been meaning to watch it. Yeah, it's it's good. The CW stuff is yeah. Like their crossovers are amazing, and Flashpoint and every yeah, it was it's all very very good, yeah. very good stuff. Alrighty, and uh, on the other side of D- the DCEU, um, David F. Sandberg, the uh, director of uh, Shazam and the upcoming sequel Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Uh, you gotta say it, you gotta say it properly. Shazam. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> okay. Shazam. Now I'm Fury. Happy. Fury of the Gods. Oh, you're welcome. I'm here to please. Um, uh, Sandberg tweeted a uh, sort of a costume reveal video teaser thing uh, this week um, with Zachary Levi. Um, and it's just kind of all dark and brooding and there's ominous music going on. And it's like, what the hell? This is not Shazam at all. And then, you know, we get to see Zachary Levi kind of in shade in the the background, the, like the distance a bit. And then he just quips like, this is, why is it so dark in here? It's super dark. Like he just, it just seems like a direct reference or a direct like nod or wink or whatever to Zack Snyder. And, and the uh, justice is dark. Justice is gray. Justice League, uh, his, his darkness, um, that he brings to this world. Um, and cause Shazam was the complete antithesis of that, just bright, colorful, um, very much more like a, a, 
I don't know, your traditional sort of superhero film, uh, the first one was. And um, yeah, and so I really liked that they seem to be making fun of that in this little reveal. Um, I did look up that there's also uh, some set photos that have leaked online because they're filming it right now. And uh, we got a good, very good look of Zachary Levi uh, actually in his new suit. So they've changed up uh, Shazam's suit for the sequel. And it looks so much better. Um, mm. the, the cape appears to be gone unless it's added in in CGI. But he's standing there and it's very tightly hugging his his body and uh he looks wonderful in it um, and it's a much cooler design i think than the previous one so i can't wait to see that in action when shazam fury the gods hit cinemas uh next year i believe um off the top of my head but yeah mike did you have any thoughts on on uh, on this are you are you gonna see shazam fury of the gods i reckon so um i actually quite like the first uh shazam movie because I don't know anything about Shazam, Me too. and I watched it. It was actually quite uh, It was quite a good surprise. Um, it, it was uh, what do you say? It's a, it was a nice little story, and uh, it's sort of a, a happy like um, family story, like untraditional family, and how uh, how well not to get spoilery, but the way the way he's uh, the way he's um. His relationship with his uh, parents, as well as uh, fo- him being in a foster care, as well. So you don't see many yeah. of them. I, I, I think with the sort of um, the light heartedness of Shazam as well, uh, sort of it sort of had the sort of dark elements as well, like it's you know sort of brooding. But you you had uh, Zachary Levi in this in this weird padded suit just walking around as an, as yeah. an adult. Sort of out of place like a fish out of water, which kind of fits in this uh, sort of uh, decade, uh, in this sort of iteration of DC of having like, like dark and broody. But then you got then you got a boy dre- boy being a <laughs> like the weirdness that, that comes out of Sh- Shazam. And I actually quite like the sort of uh, balancing act that they do. And yeah, and I've just, and I've just seen the um, uh, the thing that you're talk, talking about with the oh, it's dark in here because I've only seen the yeah. set photos and I've only went on that. And yeah, I actually quite like like the sort of uh, costume change because you know it's yeah. a new movie and you got to you got to do something different. And yeah, mm-hmm. and you, yeah, and you need like something for the toys. You know, you can't, yes, you can't have the same old true. thing. You know, marketing no. ploy. Get yes. get those Benjamins, even though we have. We don't have Benjamin. Uh, no. We have the banjos. Get all the banjos. All the banjos. All the banjos. Yep. Love all the it. Pattersons. All the Pattersons. All the men. All the men from Snowy River. Yeah. Yep. 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 Love it. All the pineapples. All the pi- <laughs> <laughs> all the pineapples. All right. Um, that's our moving- that's our money, Americans. <laughs> we have monopoly money. money. <laughs> we do basically. It's it is. Uh, you think we're joking? We're not. The only greens are hundreds. Yeah, yeah, literally. And they're not made of paper. <laughs> yeah, plastic, so you can wash them and they don't get destroyed. Yeah. Yes, yes. Get it, get it with. Get it. Get with it. Get with Americans. it. Americans. Yeah. Pay them money. What are yeah. you, children? 
<laughs> no, 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 let's not let, let's not lose our core audience now, Michael. <laughs> we. <laughs> Oh, come on, America. Do you want to be challenged or do you want to be, like, pandered to? (laughs) They want to be pandered to. And we're going to do that right now by moving on into the news (laughs) with with some more superhero-adjacent things to say. And um, I have uh, mixed feelings on this one. Jupiter's legacy has been cancelled. Um, sadly, after one season on Netflix, uh, this is one of the big first uh, Mark Miller uh, sh- projects um, under the Millerverse that Netflix acquired um, to kind of go forward and be released. And uh, yeah, it performed pretty well um, initially, but uh, unfortunately it did not meet Netflix, Netflix's high expectations uh, or just their expectations in general considering how much money they spent on the show. Um, so they've decided to release the cast from their contracts, which uh, has confirmed to everyone that the show is ending. Um, apparently season one ended on a cliffhanger according to reports. I have not watched it. Um, I was planning on watching it myself, but then uh, people I knew whose opinion I trust uh Watched some of it, didn't like it, and so I just have not uh, have not given it a go. Uh, and now I may not, considering it's not happening. But sad to hear. Um, other, of course, other Miller World uh, related projects are still moving forward despite this setback. Uh, Fulia, what are your thoughts on the cancellation of Jupiter's Legacy? I'm not surprised, to be honest. Um, obviously, Netflix has very high expectations yeah. on their on their original series, let alone the ones that they get from third party. So I'm I'm not surprised that Jupiter's Legacy didn't do as well as Netflix hoped. Um, and with that cancelling it after not like after after a season. Um, I suppose, you know, the fact that they're trying to do their own take on superheroes, I suppose, is it it may have it may not have been something that the audience really liked, I suppose, if that's the case. Um, And so if only the the pilot episode was the one that got the most attention and then it dropped off after that, then obviously the story was just not engaging enough for the audience to to continue with it so yeah i'm not surprised fair enough michael how do you feel about it uh i only watched one and a half episodes okay yeah and the reason why i watched the second episode like halfway is because i forgot it was on and I was like, oh, I better turn this off before before it, it, it screws with my algorithm. I'm saying, if you like this, you might like this. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I can sort of see why they sort of um, they they cancelled it, but it is a shame because it was like one of the most expensive productions that Netflix actually went for, and it is a shame. And they do do good good stuff, and hopefully they'll get it right next time. Uh, with the story, it's it 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 didn't really gel well. I mean, they were trying to set up a a new sort of um, 
uh, take of superheroes and I you know not to go like bashing like the original comic because I haven't read it and I'm only assuming it's pr- probably uh, it deals with the subject matter a bit bit more less choppy in that so but considering what I've watched I didn't really particularly it, it didn't really latch on to me like 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 a another superhero thing to watch. Uh I think I think probably what sort of killed it was was probably invincible coming out and how cuz it yeah. it, was, it was sort of similar in a way uh dealing with like uh a superhero's legacy with their with their children and that and you can sort of see like um uh, how, like, like I'm not saying that Invincible was like, oh, it was, all, it was, it, it was like new, like you saw, like I think I said like ages ago when we, when me and Kendall were talking about it, it, it definitely had that sort of relationship between uh, ego and and um, and uh, Chris Pat's character, Pim, Pim, no, fucking, which character? Yeah, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Star Lord, yeah, Yondu, yeah, and Ego, like, yeah, Ego and Star Lord, yeah, yeah, I get you, I get you, yeah, like like that relationship, relationship with like legacy and and all that, and yeah, yeah, and it jumping to to and back in in time as well, it's sort of very very jarring and and yeah, and some of the makeup is less to be desired. I mean, agreed. <laughs> It's kind. Of, it was kind of like, uh, yeah. It was. It was just weird. And you know, there's there's more there's more Mark Mark Miller stuff in the pipeline, and hopefully uh, another slice of the apple, or whatever the phrase is. <laughs> hopefully, the next the next time is uh, is is a better success, I suppose, yeah. or a success. Period. Fingers crossed. Apparently, this TV show was actually more expensive than than The Witcher. Yikes! Yeah. Wow. That's more expensive than The Witcher. That's the crazy. Witcher uh, season, which I yeah, haven't watched, right. which I should. Yeah, I I need to watch that too. That says something. If it's more expensive than the one that's actually doing well. <laughs> yeah, well, that's probably uh, another reason why they they pulled the plug. Hey. Yeah, if it's not getting mm. the ratings, then they they can't probably can't justify spending the millions and millions of dollars. If people, so makes yeah. sense. Alrighty, uh, moving into other news. Uh, no surprises here, just based on the general reaction from people. Uh, Cruella is getting a sequel. Um, very exciting stuff. It looks like Emma Stone, of course, will be returning to reprise her role. Um, and, uh, director Craig Gillespie is also, uh, reportedly returning alongside, uh, his screenwriter, Tony McNamara. Um, so if you've got all three, uh, of those people that made the first film a hit, then why not bring them all back? I think that's going to be... Uh, only very beneficial, um, I think. Hopefully, um, I'm dying to see Cruella. Um, the 
I will I will say like and I think I have mentioned this before but one of the drawbacks of um having these uh movies available so soon on streaming um is that people tend to post pictures and gifs and things and spoilers online uh in a way that you never would have seen it if it was just at the cinema um <laughs> so I've I've had a bit of Corella spoiled for me already, unfortunately. Um, because I was planning on going to see it and then, you know, lockdown happened. So um yeah, You didn't we'll get see. in there before before the lockdown. I didn't like I did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I was watching Farscape on my last night of <laughs> last night of lockdown. We had I had I had a friend I had a friend come over the last time we could do it, so who knows? <laughs> anyway, Cruella. Um yeah. Again, no surprises. This is getting a sequel because, yeah, by all accounts, the first film has been very successful and people have really enjoyed it. Fulia, I know you haven't watched Corella yet. Are you planning on checking it out? I would love to see it, um, but uh, I'm going to hang out and wait either until lockdown ends or it comes out free, whichever comes <laughs> yeah. first. Yeah, <laughs> and at the right we're going. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I'll wait for that, but I am definitely going to see it. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I want to see how Emma Stone goes as mm. Cruella. Um, but I, like you, I'm not surprised that there's a sequel. If everybody's loving yeah. the first one, then yeah, mm-hmm. definitely going to get the second one ready to go as soon as possible. So yeah, I'm nice, excited. Nice, <laughs> nice. Michael, you've, so you've seen Cruella. I uh, be- Before... We will go into your quicker review soon, but um, did this one set up a potential sequel maybe, or do you think it should only be a one, one and done type of thing? Um, it did set up somewhat of a sequel. Like I'm being a, uh, a creative myself. I, I can see potential in, in a second outing of Cruella. Um, but not to spoil it too much, um, if there wasn't going to be a sequel, they, um, they definitely end it as uh, it's it can be a one and done. But me and my creative juice is like, okay, I can sort of see how they can actually do a second one without leaning too much into the source material that we all know of 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. There, yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There can be a story like in between. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Nice. Um. Yeah. And also, yes, uh, I'm not going to spoil. It. I'm not going to spoil it in my quick review either. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. Well, I look. I look forward to your spoiler three. <laughs> uh, spoiler free thoughts on Cruella very shortly. Spoiler free thoughts. Spoiler free thoughts. There's a tongue twister. There's a vocal warm-up for you, Philip. Uh, <laughs> and only three of us would get that. Yeah, literally. I'm playing to yep. a very small room with that joke. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Okay. All right. In other movie news, uh, this is pretty exciting to hear. Um, the long in production uh, in the works portal movie is still happening, guys. Uh, fans of 
Finally, finally, more news. <laughs> fans of the uh, of the Portal series should be very excited at this, especially because J.J. Abrams is still involved. His production company, Bad Robot, is uh, heavily involved with coming up uh, with this movie. Um, it has been a long time uh, between drinks, <laughs> between the uh, discussions of this first being announced, uh, which was back in 2013. Um, so yeah, so that's, uh, that's crazy. Um, but really, really great that JJ was able to give us an update and tell us that, uh, that the portal movie is still coming. Um, uh, and I'm excited for it too, actually, because I have now played the first portal. Um, I do need to play number two because apparently JK Simmons is in number two, um, which is super cool. And there are already people begging for him to play his same character in this movie. Uh, so we got our wish in in uh, Far From Home with him reprising his role as J. Jonah Jameson. So hopefully um, we'll get to see him again, if he's not too busy doing Invincible as well, that is. He's a very busy man, J.K. Simmons. Um, but yeah, the first Portal game is so much fun and uh, I can totally... S- I, I really, really want to see this movie, to be honest, because... You know, the game, it only tells you so much and it's such a cool story, just the way it, like, it progresses only through, really only through what GLaDOS is saying to you and through, like, the little messages on the walls and stuff and the signage and, you know, the deeper into the belly of the beast you go. Um, Yeah, it's just just a really cool game. And, uh, yeah, I really would love to hear some backstory behind the um you know the creation of aperture science and or or when things went fucking off the rails um you know and glados took control but yeah um fulia i know you're a big portal fan you must be very excited about this uh i have to admit i haven't played the first oh so we're we're opposite um (laughs) it it was it was it was never introduced to me but I ended up playing Portal yeah. 2 at a couple of times and I yeah. love it. It's such a good puzzle-solving yeah. game. Um, and my goodness, though, that like the way that they make the story run in the game is really good. Um, when you mentioned J.K. Simmons, I'm like, so that's <laughs> who that voice was because he, he doesn't actually pop into the game until like halfway like the 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 second right. half of the game um when you're when you're trying to okay. escape the um the facility so that's when his voice comes in cuz you're going through a different section of the facility right. that has been sort of blocked off by Gladys um so and then yeah cuz he was the original um founder. Boss, like the, the founder of aperture <laughs> founder yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, um, I'm i really looking forward to seeing how the movie will go. I don't know whether it'll go via the, um, the route of the first yep. film or whether it'll go via the route of the second or both combined. Um, so I'm, I'm just, I'm really excited to see this. Yay! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome, Mike. Mike, did you uh, did you play Portal? Do you have any have any stakes in this? 
<laughs> no, I don't, actually. <laughs> but, but uh, yes, I have played Portal 2. Uh, I played a little bit of Portal 1. Uh, I played all the way through 2. And yes, um, get J.K. Simmons back. And also the, the, the lady who also does Gladys as well. Yeah, her voice is yes. great. Yeah, especially when she... And what's his name that does Wheatley? <laughs> Tim yes. Mention? No, not Tim Mention. Uh... No, 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 no. Oh, my gosh. I know it's mentioned. Guy, tall, glasses. Steve, Steve Mention? Steven Merchant. There Merchant. you go. There you go. <laughs> Get around there. It's all good. Yes. Get him. He, he's so good as Wheatley. He's so funny. Yeah, uh, I, I definitely do enjoy the lore behind as a okay we want a we want a, pro, a problem solving game uh but we'll just work work our way around it and yeah i actually uh, yeah i actually quite quite enjoy enjoy that uh the sort of the lore behind it the cakes and especially the memes behind it like the yeah. cake's a lie the cake and, is a lie and the little the cake is a lie. I want to know why that was even Appa- a thing. Apparently at the end of the first uh, game, yes. the cake isn't a lie. It oh. was a real cake. Yeah. So you get yeah, cake. I, I don't remember. <laughs> I played it a couple of years ago. But yeah, yeah I, don't remember. I don't remember how it ended. I know that I, I, I won and I beat GLaDOS, but yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember the cake. I think. I think you do get a cake. I think you're right. I think you get a cake. Left her for dead. I. feel like. I feel like I need. I feel like I need to get. I need to get to portal and play the first one. You should. Should be. I should be a musical as well. Yeah, that'd be an interesting musical. Yeah. Especially the end credits music. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Where the tarots are all singing. Yep. Does, as long as question, hmm? question does because in the first portal there's a rate like there's there's like a portable radios in certain places that play the same kind of music the whole time it's like this like copacabana kind of tropical dancey stuff is there a radio that plays any music like that in portal 2 okay right. I, I don't think so just I think just, you, just no. curious I think in your um sort of area that you have you can pick pick it up and throw it yeah. I think. I think that's like a, a call to it. Uh, before, yeah, I was going to say they mm. really need to actually hurry up and do this because um, people are forgetting what Portal is. I mean, it was a huge thing at the yeah. e- at, at the end of like 2017, where where everyone was everyone was thinking portals and and all, all that. So they need they need to hit while the iron's hot. Before it gets too cold. Yes, yes. <laughs> all right, it's all up to you, JJ. No pressure. Yeah. You're not. You're not. You're not ruining Star Wars anymore. You can do this. Um, you haven't ruined Star Wars or Star Trek, have you? Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> all right. All right. We got one item left in the news, and then we're done. Uh, lastly, I wanted to mention we have a young Willy Wonka, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it was announced not too long ago that there's going to be a, a prequel uh, movie called Wonka uh, about basically, you know, how Willy Wonka became to be the chocolatier that we see uh, in, um, you know, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, if you're talking about the book or the Johnny Depp version. Um, but 
Uh, we have our young Willie, and that is going to be uh, the one and only Timothy Chalamet. Um, because who else, really? Um, I think he's a very good pick for this. I mean, it would have been nice to for them to have picked maybe an unknown actor or someone that's not in everything else, because... <laughs> Uh, because Mr. Chalamet, as talented as he, as he is, he is in a lot of other uh, big name movies. Most notably, he's about to be uh, uh, the lead in June later this year, which is going to be huge. Um, but um, but on the Paul. plus side, sorry, Mike. Uh, I was going to say his name, uh, Paul Atreides. Thank you. I couldn't remember his name, Paul Atreides. Um, yes, he's going to be Paul Atreides in. Uh, in uh, Dune later this year. Um, But this movie, I didn't realise, is actually going to be a musical. Uh, And according to sources, uh, Timothy Chalamet will in fact be singing and dancing all himself in this upcoming film. Um, There will be no dubbing of any kind. Uh, So that's cool. And I, I think, look, he has... I don't know. He has the look, I think, the aesthetic that they're probably wanting to go for in terms of his appearance. So I'm, yeah, I'm not surprised that he's cast and I think he'll do really well. Uh, Folia, what do you think about this announcement? Um, look, to be honest, I'm neither here or there about it. I'm hoping that he does a good job as mm-hmm. young Wonka. Um, it's going to be interesting to see it because there are musical aspects of the film like originally um with gene wilder uh so i'm not surprised they're going back to that film to then um bring in the musical aspect of of the movie i am curious to know the story of Willy wonka you know his rise to becoming this really famed um, chocolate factory owner. So um, I'm going to say that it's been passed down in the family. Yeah, it's a family maybe. business yeah. potentially. Um, so, yeah, I am I am interested to see how the movie goes. Timothy Chalamet, man, he is a very talented young man. So um, I have no doubt that he will do a good job. So we'll see. <laughs> nice, nice. Mike, what do you think? Um. Yeah, I'm fairly interested in this one because it's it's from the same people who made Paddington, and Paddington was really really good, very heartwarming sort sort of stuff. Yeah, and I think that's what you probably need in a modern um, uh, Wonka, um, considering if you <laughs> if you do remember the original Gene Wilder, it was it was fairly dark and I don't think <laughs> it, and scary, but it was. It's kind of good that they changed the look of the Oompa Loompas in it. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. I've actually got a picture if you want to have a look at it, like the original Oompa Loompas from, from, what, from, from the book. <laughs> no, I'm good. From the book. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, they look yeah, good. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they were sort of based on uh, black pygmies. And yeah. And if it's going to be a prequel story that um, uh, Wonka fa- found the Oompa Loompas and brought them back fr- from their ho- homeland and worked for for no wages. And 
<laughs> just room and board. And uh, I'm talking about slavery, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, we we got that. <laughs> yes, thank mm-hmm. you. Got it. <laughs> oh, the problematic of children's books. Children's books. Yeah. So anyway, I hope they don't yes. go down that path. <laughs> Hopefully but, not. But you know, they can do whatever they want. I mean, as long as, long as it's better than you know the the. Uh, the recent remake that's out of everyone's imaginations and memories. Yes. 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 Ah, uh, dear. Okay. I don't really have anything to add to that. So I'm just going to wrap up. Nerdy news done for this week, uh, which means it's now time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. All right. (laughs) 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 It's trailer park time. Well, now. Well, well. This is called The Act of Mating. What? Remember that song? Mm, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, That's all right. You know, Bad Touch, that song. Oh, yes. Yeah. The one that was so risque and it's really tame by today's standards. It really is. It really is. Anyway, that was a tangent. Um, Trailer Park. (laughs) It's Trailer Park time. And uh, I will begin this Trailer Park just by saying... Um, There were a lot of trailers released in the last couple of weeks, so unfortunately um, I had to kind of make some judgment calls on what to include and what not to include. Um, So apologies if we don't touch on a trailer you wanted to. If, depending on the next seven days, we may touch on one uh, from the last couple of weeks that we missed if there are no trailers in the next few days. But who knows? We'll see. We'll see what happens. But... That out of the way, um, of course, the first trailer we're going to be talking about is the first trailer for Marvel's Eternals. Ah, yes. Okay. All right. So this is our first kind of look at uh, what this movie is going to look like at these characters very briefly. I mean, it's a good kind of teaser trailer um, because it doesn't really give us too much um i i will i will say i mean i don't know if you guys have seen my reaction video yet but um i will just say i hope the movie's better than the trailer because i actually i didn't love this trailer um i mean i'm so excited for the movie but I just think they maybe could have done a better job um, with this one. I don't know. I mean, I, my, my, my main gripe is with the choice of song because I love, I love that song, um, but <laughs> it reminds me of a very bad scene in, in a movie I like a lot called Girl Interrupted. And uh, if anyone listening has seen Girl Interrupted and they know the song from Eternals, that's in that. They know what I'm talking about. And I'm not going to mention it because it's very dark. Um, but that aside, I I just kind of feel like that's one of those. And 
I will just say, just in advance now, all three trailers this week fall on this stupid crutch of let's use a song. Let's use a popular song. Let's use a rock song. Let's use a cliched kind of song to, you know, back our trailer sort of thing. And I, I don't know if that's just me nitpicking or, or what, but I was just like, come on, guys, let's let's try something different. You know, they're literally following that, you know, that video on YouTube that's like how to make a Hollywood trailer. You know, I just anyway, I'm <laughs> lockdown's been rough on me. Um, but <laughs> regardless, um, the the one thing that has me most excited for Eternals, um, apart from the fact that, you know, we're being introduced to a whole new group of characters that we've never met before, um, is just the fact that it's directed uh, by Chloe Zhao, um, because just based off what we're seeing, the visuals in this trailer are gorgeous. Uh, I love the camera work here. I love the big wide shots of the landscapes we get and like just the use of color. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think it looks really, really pretty. She's got such a natural eye, uh, such a good eye. Um, for filmmaking, I mean, you know, she won an Oscar for a reason. Um, so, yeah, so I'm just really excited to see visually what this film will bring. Um, and then, yeah, the cast is is great too. I'm definitely very keen to see Angelina Jolie in a Marvel movie because I'm a big fan of hers and um, I know, yeah, I know nothing about any of these characters. I just kind of, I feel like the one big question that everyone on, and I think a lot of memes happened there were, I saw a few memes anyway in in certain Marvel groups uh, on Facebook uh, talking about how like you know the the Eternals have basically been living on Earth uh, in secret this entire time not doing anything not stepping in not interfering and everyone was like okay so you just let Thanos you know wipe out half of the, the universe did you you didn't try and interfere or like I really hope they kind of approach that in the movie and go Okay, this is why. Because we get that j- funny joke at the end that's kind of funny, but not really, of like, you know, who's going to lead the Avengers now that Tony Stark and Steve Rogers are gone? Um, and then Richard Madden's character, who seems to be maybe the leader of the group, just says, I will, and they all laugh because as if. Um, and it's, it's kind of funny. But um, yeah, I just kind of hope that they touch a bit more on it, like, you know, with all of these insane world events happening within the MCU, why did they stay away? What kept them away? And maybe that's going to be where some of the conflict in the story will come from. Maybe the maybe the bad guys of the story will be, maybe be those people to be like, hey, where were you? You were there. Why didn't you save us? Why didn't you help us? So, I don't know. I hope something like that is is approached in this in this movie, but I'm, I am really looking forward to it. I just feel like we probably could have had a better trailer. Um, but it looks, it looks great. Um, and I can't wait, of course. So, um, anyway, enough rambling from me, Fulia. <laughs> what did you, what did you think of the trailer for Eternals? Um, I, I liked it. Um, like you said, though, it wasn't the greatest. I was a little confused about the story itself and how things were developing. Um, but I agree with, the visuals, they look stunning. They look so good. Yeah. Um, I love their, I'm not sure if it's like their, their powers, 
they have like these little circular and like yeah. these different lines like shapes, yeah. lines and circles and all that sort of forming together and making like something happen. And it's, it looks really cool. Yeah. Um, that graphic, I suppose, is really awesome. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I want to see how that kind of works in their world. Um, I'm probably not as excited about this one, but I am still looking forward to seeing it because it's something different than new characters. And, um, and it's, and it's a bigger group. Like this is a much bigger group, um, in a, in one particular film, Mm -hmm. um, to then be focusing on all these different characters, uh, in one story. So it's going to be interesting to see how this sort of turns out. Um, but yeah, I, I am looking forward to it. At least something new. (laughs) Yes. Nice. Michael, what are your thoughts on this? Hello. Uh, yeah, it is a bit confusing considering, um, it's the first outing of these particular characters, which I don't know anything about either, but, um, and you need a bit of a, a deep dive of what's going on. Essentially, it's like, um... The Marvel's version of the creation theory of like of humans of uh, of the Eternals and and the vagrants and also mutants. So we'll probably get to know know how they're going to introduce mutants into this, hopefully, and how it's darting in in and out of time as well, like the the start of time to the end of time. Yeah, it's it's definitely a, a definitely a, a thinky sort of um, movie. It it looks like it's gonna come out with. So, how a modern audience is gonna gonna take it, I don't know. Uh, if if people get confused of watching like uh, two thousand one, a space odyssey, um, it's it's gonna be a bit of an uphill battle. <laughs> so, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, as you said, the, the it, it it looks stunning. The visuals are good. Yeah. And and uh certain bits of history is also is also very good as well. Like mm-hmm. huge huge star power, huge cast. Hopefully it's a gamble that they that, that that's going to pay off. Yeah. Who, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um all right. Well, we will find out. Uh, later this year, when Eternals is released in cinemas on the 28th of October. Yay. October? Right. October. Yeah. Do I have to wait that long? <laughs> yeah. Well, we we got Shang-Chi and Black Widow before then, so. True. We've got things to keep us busy and occupied. Yeah. While we wait. Yeah, that and Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's not Marvel, but that's all right. That's going to be good. Yeah, comic book movies, it's all the same. It's As as my wife would say. As your wife would say, yes. (laughs) Mind you, she'll probably watch um, uh, Suicide Squad anyway. Yeah. I showed it to her and it's like, ooh, that looks like a good movie. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Duh. (laughs) What do you think? What do you reckon? Yep. All right. Next trailer. 
two of three is uh, the, I guess you could say, second trailer. Because um, it's been a long time since we've had the first. Um, second trailer for Jungle Cruise, uh, which is uh, an upcoming Disney film. Uh, another one adapted from a ride at Disneyland or Disney World uh, of the same name. This one's, of course, starring Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think this is probably a better trailer than the first one from what I remember. Except, I mean, except again, they're, like I said, cliched using the, the you know, the, the rock song as the, 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 the music sort of thing. And it kind of works because it's, you know... It's Creedence Clearwater Revival, and you know who doesn't love them? Um, and it's it's a good song, and it and it it kind of fits. Oh, Mike doesn't like him. Mike just throws his hand, and I just uh, I just want to be I just want to be balanced. <laughs> you want to be yeah, balance as all <laughs> things should be. Um, I used to hate CCR actually, um, but I like them now. Um, anyway, irrelevant. Um, I you know what I think though I I don't know if this movie is actually going to be. That good. I'm not. I don't have good vibes about this one. Um, I think it's going to be fun, um, but it looks the whole thing seems a bit dated to me. If you know what I mean, like it feels like a movie or an idea that was at least birthed in maybe the '90s or the 2000s to me. Like it just has that vibe. It doesn't have a. I don't know. It doesn't feel because it just reminds me of, like, for example, I feel like if this movie was made 20 years ago it would have been Brendan Fraser and Cameron Diaz and it and it would have been exactly the same <laughs> like am i wrong no you're not wrong <laughs> yeah yeah and look that's not that's not to say that's a bad thing because um, you know, I, I, I'm definitely a fan of, of, uh, adventure films in general and especially films made in that era. Cause I mean, I mentioned Brendan Fraser for a reason, cause you know, the mummy is exceptional and, uh, his take on journey to the center of the earth is good. And then funny segue, the rock was in the sequel to that. So, oh my God, it's all connected. Um, <laughs> it's all connected yeah. people. It's all connected. Um, yeah, like I like the only thing that really has me super interested to maybe watch this is the fact that Jesse Plemons is playing some German guy in a submarine, like right, <laughs> like right at the end there, and he like pops his head out of the manhole and and kind of made a funny noise with an accent, and I was like, all right, I think I think I might be in now on this because because I'm a big I'm a big f- <laughs> I'm a big fan of Jesse Plemons. He's so funny. He's so talented. Um, he's one of those few actors that can nail comedy uh, just as easily as he nails drama. Um, and um, yeah, so every time he's on screen is is just, I'm very happy. So yeah, so he makes me want to check this out. I mean, I might watch it anyway because it'll be on Disney Plus. Of course, it'll it's going to be another one of their premiere access releases. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's potential here. I hope it's a good movie. I hope it's fun, but I'm just not entirely sure. Um, Fulia, what do you think? Um, I, <laughs> I think for me, when I watched the trailer, I got a lot of... It, it's kind of like a cross between Indiana Jones and Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, right? 
<laughs> right? They're the vibes I got. Yeah, which is funny um, considering Indiana, sorry, Pirates of the Caribbean was also a ride at, at Disney World or Disneyland. Yeah. Right? Like, and that's God. a movie that so, somehow works. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Somehow, so I, I'm I'm not sure where they're going with with this one. Um, yeah, now that I've seen a full trailer of this film, I'm not sold. You're not. I'm not really sold. Oh no. wow! Okay, I'm surprised yeah, to hear that. There, there was a there was a lot going on. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'm just I don't know. Okay, I, I'm into I'm into minds about this. I, I'm not sure whether I really want to see it or whether I'm like this is an absolute no for me. So I'm kind of like sitting on the fence for this one. Wow. Um, yeah, and and I generally vibe well with Disney films. But I know that's why I'm so surprised. <laughs> and this one's just really thrown a loop with me. So I'm not sure. I might see it. But I probably won't see it in the cinema. I might wait until it's available on Disney Plus after the premiere access. So, yeah. Okay. We'll see. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Michael, what what do you think? Are you going to watch this? Possibly not. <laughs> okay. Right. right. Um, <laughs> like, when the Pirates of the Caribbean came out, I was all for that because as a kid, yeah. I just, for some reason, I just really wanted to be a pirate. It was just like a childhood dream. <laughs> just watching Pirates of the Penzance like over and over and over and all that. It's like, I want to be a pirate. So when that came out when I was in my teens, it's like, you know what? I can dive back into being a kid again. And yeah, I really enjoy it, enjoyed it. So having said that, um,. I get it, Disney. You want to, you want to do another sort of IP of your own and and another attraction. Try and make it into a movie, and also, yeah, yeah, Jumanji is profitable too. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like I get it. You want your own Jumanji, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> and yeah, it definitely has the vibes of Indiana Jones uh, and. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I, I don't think the the Rock sort of does it for me for this movie. Like I really enjoy watching the Rock in in many of his films, and some are to be desired. But you know that's what you yeah. get when you really enjoy just watching the Rock because he he's a very interesting actor, and there's only certain roles that he can do, and also and doing comedy as well. He's at hand of doing his own comedy, so yeah, I I don't know. It hasn't really drawn drawn me. I mean, yeah, it's not really much I can say. It's, I don't know. I don't know. And Emily Blunt yeah, is also yeah, good, see, so. I'm, wow. <laughs> I I'm I'm very glad to hear that we're kind of all on the same page of like not sure about this one. Um, mm, mm. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It, need, yeah. it needs another trailer. That's why. That's why they always come in threes. <laughs> it needs a better trailer. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. And knowing knowing Disney, we'll we'll get a million of them between now and when it is released on the 29th of July. 
Oh my god, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Segway King. Um, yes, 29th or of July. Queen. Or Queen. Hey. Slay. Slay. <laughs> slay queen. Slay. Queen Slay. All yes. right. Yes. One final trailer remains to discuss and that is uh, the first trailer for uh the upcoming edgar wright movie called last night in soho um so this was far and away my favorite trailer out of the three um and yeah i i didn't know what to expect going into this because i just I was just like, okay, cool. Edgar Wright's make it, you know, he's made another movie. Big fan of his work. Uh, he's a very talented filmmaker. So I'll check this trailer out. Cause I watched this trailer like outside of the podcast, like just because I was interested and, you know, I knew we were, I probably knew we were going to talk about it anyway. Um, so I watched it first, like over a week ago and uh, lost my, lost my shit a bit because <laughs> this is, this is just, it's such a an interesting kind like sort of original idea like it there's not really many stories or many films like this like I, I think um I love I love pretty much everything about this trailer just the aesthetic of the whole thing um I mean this is this trailer of the three had the best use of the you know song uh format i suppose the way that the song was used in a very kind of unsettling way that helped to kind of ramp up the tension quite a bit um but yeah just kind of fascinating that it's it it seems to be this kind of weird time travel maybe ghost story like horror thriller like weird thing like it's just it's just so cool and um really cool to see uh thomason mckenzie again uh she was in jojo rabbit um for those who've seen that um and i really enjoyed her performance in that so it's really good to see her in in something else coming out that looks really great so um and then of course anya taylor joy who is really becoming an established star now um and uh, uh rightly so because she's very talented but um, I would love to see, I think, a behind the scenes of this film after it comes out, just because of the, clearly the way that they've had to film this of like, you know, the two of them mimicking each other exactly, uh, to get these mirror shots, uh, kind of down. That's going to be really interesting. Um, Matt Smith is also in this, which is very cool. Uh, another very talented man. Um, but yeah, like just the aesthetic of the whole thing, the color palette, the just the way it kind of calls to mind horror, like cult horror films from like the 60s and the 70s sort of thing um, in terms of the, the way colors used and the just, I don't know, like that, the end of the trailer when like it's a freeze frame shot on her face and then it, the glass kind of cracks on the screen. Mm, like that mm, was, yeah. that was so cool. Uh, and such a throwback kind of shot. Like, it really put me back in, like, the 70s or 80s. Um, like, I'm, like, you know, I'm pretty sure even one of the Friday the 13th movies, like, did a similar thing with, like, glass smashing or Halloween did it or one of those old slasher 
uh, franchises, I think, did it in one of their movies or trailers. So it's, yeah, it's super, super cool. Um, yeah, I, I'm i just going to keep rambling if someone doesn't stop me because this is this is an awesome, <laughs> this is a really, aw- really, really awesome trailer and I really cannot wait to watch this. Fulia, um, what did you think? I have to admit the aesthetics of this film looked really nice yeah. and really cool. Yeah. Um, just in terms of its cinematography, um, the way the colors just pop. Yeah. Um, and the story has intrigued me a little um, in the sense that you're seeing this young girl uh, who's having these dreams, but then what do they become reality for her? She's starting to make herself look like the you know the lady that she's seeing um with the blonde hair and then the dress um it's it is a little interesting and then it sort of turns to the creepy side of it <laughs> in the trailer for me um and then i was like huh okay so i i i'm not sure if i will watch it but the fact that Matt Smith's in it is kind of turning me like, <laughs> I want to see what he, else he can do other than Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the crown. And the crown. Um, I I am a little, like a little intrigued. Just just a little. That's good um, to hear. Because I... I, but I'm not, I, I the thing is, though, if I watch it, I'd have to, I'd have to watch it with you, Kendall, because okay. I'd be hiding. I was going to say... At certain points. I was going to say, because I, 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 as soon as I saw this and I was like, okay, if I put this in the podcast, I don't know if Folia's going to like it because it gets a bit <laughs> it gets a bit creepy towards the end. It, it does. It does. Yeah. Look, there are some creepy vibes towards the end of the trailer, but um, I... Mm, well, move, movie it night, Bob. It didn't bother. It didn't bother me as much as I thought it would. That's good. Okay, that's good. Yeah, nice. Just, yeah, just watch it with the lights on. Yeah, exactly. And the door locked. <laughs> Daytime. <laughs> with your yes. snuggie. <laughs> yeah, with my snuggie. My my udi. <laughs> same thing. Whatever. <laughs> it literally is the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> it's not bling. It's not. It's not bling. It's swag. No, it's not swag. It's drip. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> anyway. Um, it's not epic. It's poggers. Mike. Yes. Mike, while we've got you, what are your yeah. thoughts on this trailer? I think this is poggers. This trailer. <laughs> um, I really enjoy Edgar Wright's like, uh, movies as well. I still haven't seen Baby Driver, and I'm still kicking myself that I haven't seen it yet. Uh, but, but um, like watching majority of his stuff that he's done ever since like when he did Space the TV show, all the way back uh, in the late t- uh, early two thousands with um, Simon Pegg and and uh, Nick Frost, um, he does genre very well, and I think, and considering he's done like things that are, yeah, the sort of um, uh, comical and but they're still genre as well and and you have to have a certain a, a certain affinity and also knowledge of genre films to actually pull off 
the sort of not necessarily a parody but a an homage to different genres especially if you go through Shaun of the Dead and uh, Hot Fuzz and and um at World's End uh, the World's End and considering they those considering those three movies are of a different genre um i think i think it's awesome that he's going to go full on it's like okay this is this is going to be exactly what it is it's not necessarily going to be a tongue-in-cheek of what it's going to be and i really enjoy the fact that it is like a time travel sort of story without being a time travel story because you can also think um it could be it could be like a past life experience or or anything like that it could be anything and i really really hope they don't really explain it like two for now it's like this is what it's meant to be i think it should be something like um like groundhog day like uh it, why why is bill murray repeating the same day who cares it's not the main reason of the of the story it's this character uh dealing with this this situation and you're in the, you're you're in the driver's seat as well well of what what this show is going to be and yeah i'm really really looking forward to actually watching watching this as well uh i might i might watch baby driver first because yeah you know, please get, do. Yeah. get that over and done with um yeah i really enjoy it um matt smith you know it's always a plus but but come on matt you've already done a time traveling you're known for a time traveling <laughs> person stop it it's like watching terminator genesis and he turned out he turns out to be the um the ai in it is yeah and that's also time yeah. travel it's like come yeah. on matt stop it come on expand your horizons yeah <laughs> you don't have to do time travel all the time yeah <laughs> that's all you're known for <laughs> He's the time travel man. Yeah. At least David Tennant turned out to be Scrooge McDuck. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> he sure did. He sure what did. About, what right. about you, Kendall? Do you, do you, do you like ducks? <laughs> Segway. Segway. Yes, I I do, but I prefer the original version as opposed to the, the recent series. Oh, pfft. <laughs> I know Something I'm probably going to get to mention. I'm probably I'm probably going to get hate for this, but I really prefer the new Ducktales than the original. Oh, I was talking about Mighty Ducks, mm. but anyway, Mighty Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I haven't the Ducks. Yes, as in, as in, the as Ducks, in as in Ducktales. Yeah, the Ducks, as in yes. Sorry. We were both on well, but they're both Disney properties, so I suppose we were I don't know, on the right yeah. track. Same same but different. Same same but different. <laughs> anyway. You confused that was me. A, I <laughs> confused myself. Um so we're gonna wrap trailer park up right there by telling you that last night in Soho will be out in cinemas, uh the week before Eternals, uh on the twenty first of October. Scary, mm. scary hairy. Just in time for Halloween. Ooh. Yep. <laughs> Spooky. Spooky. All right. Cool. Trailer Park is done. We're rolling on out. And it's now time for some quickie reviews. Quickie review. And starting the quickie reviews, um, Fulia and I 
probably mostly Fulia. Uh, (laughs) 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 Um, We are going to um, have a quick little discussion on uh, the Friends reunion. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, cue music. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so um, Fully and I both watched the Friends reunion um, last week, um, sadly separately, because we couldn't be together. But, um, yeah, and uh, I, look, I, I mean, I've, probably did mention earlier on like the last couple of weeks we've been talking about the friends reunion that I'm not a big friends fan like I've never seen every episode I've only ever seen bits and pieces here and there I know I know certain spoilers I know certain things I know the basics um but um watching this reunion special was just I don't know for some reason I was just drawn to it because there's there's some nostalgia there. I mean, you know, when we grew up, Friends was on TV all the time, and um, it was huge. I remember how big it was, or how, what a, how big of a deal it was. Um, and um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I guess I was just really excited to just see these, you know, these actors reunite, get back together for you know the first time in so long, um, and to talk about you know, the thing that really made them the stars we know and love um, and uh, and the, what kind of impact the show had on, on people. And I, that was one of the cool things about this special is just to see, um, you know, fans around the world, whether they were famous fans or not, just kind of talk about how friends affected them in their lives and helped them be true to themselves in certain ways, or it was their go-to comfort sort of thing, um, or their favorite show for whatever reason. And they just like to laugh and they just, you know, like to watch good comedy, I guess. Um, so that was really cool. And then just to see, I really love the way that they started it just with the whole, the cast walking in one by one to the old sets uh, like they re- recreated all the sets. Well, ba- basically, yeah, the yeah what they re- recreated the apartment and um, Central Perk. And Central Perk, yeah, yeah. Um, and so that was yeah, that was really see- cool to see them. Like they they filmed the actors seeing each other and hugging each other for the first time in years and all of that. It was really sweet. Um, yeah, and I I really also enjoyed. Um, watching Lady Gaga dressed as Phoebe, basically, sing Smelly Cat <laughs> yeah. uh, with Lisa Kudrow. That was that was very cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess I'll just sum up by saying that I um, this watching the special made me really want to go back and actually watch Friends for the first time all the way through, just because yeah. the, I was laughing out loud at so much of it. Like I didn't realize Friends was that funny. Like I knew it was. Yeah. I knew it was funny. I knew it was funny. But I there were moments that I was watching, you know, certain scenes or certain bloopers and stuff. I was crying, laughing. It was, oh my god. It was like to, <laughs> to have to have that to watch at the start of lockdown last week was was really nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So I. Yeah. I'm definitely going to do friends now. I think I'll. Add, I'll add it to. Yes. 
I will add it to my list and I will <laughs> I will finally actually experience it from start to finish. Um, Fulia, enough yes. from me. You are the hardcore Friends fan of the podcast. Um, hey, she's. I'm wearing. I'm wearing. I'm wearing my my friend's sweater, my jumper that says "How you doing?" on it. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh. uh, Joey was pretty much one of my favorite characters. Oh, so. good. Good. <laughs> um, I love Matt LeBlanc. He is yeah, amazing. Same. Oh Same. my gosh! But yes, um, tell me, tell me how much you loved it. The reunion was, oh, it was so nice to see them come back together and just reminisce in all of yeah. their their moments. Coming back on the set that was recreated for them, um, you know, having them tell like little stories and or you know remembering things that they used to do while they were filming. Um, you know, the, I, I love the fact that, um, they were interviewed. I mean, apart from the fact that they were interviewed by James Corden, um, no offense to him, but (laughs) (laughs) they, um, they actually did the interview in front of the fountain that was, um, part of their their opening opening titles yeah yeah which is really cool very cool um and i love the fact that they decided to do that there so Mm. uh huge props to to the production company for and the producers for putting that together um but just being able to see them walk through the apartments uh (laughs) and talking about all the different things that happened between takes or during takes like the story about how Matt LeBlanc dislocated his shoulder I know jumping into that couch and I'm like right? are you so he actually did yeah. dislocate his shoulder yeah his arm because came the following, out yeah the following episode <laughs> he was in a sling <laughs> but we were made out to think that Joey had dislocated his shoulder from falling off a bed because it was jumping on it. <laughs> yeah. They they had to ride it into but you the don't, show. But but you don't actually see it happen because obviously they can't show it. So they just make it as if Chandler just goes in and you just see Chandler's face and he's like, Well your mother told you not to do that. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a really awesome way for them to uh, to bring that in um, to sort of I'm assuming the writers would have been like crap now what do we do yeah so- <laughs> that's you know what just just on that folia I just want to say that it was really cool that they actually showed us the alternate takes from a lot of those scenes yes yes I I'm I'm so like glad although a little traumatized <laughs> watching him <laughs> jump yeah. trip and fall into the couch yeah. and then like a couple of minutes later as they were resetting to do the take again he went into Monica's room yeah and he was in a lot of pain mm. so and i'm just like oh my goodness yeah that was like, a bit hard to watch hey yeah it was and then that's when all the like the directors are like let's let's cut here um because they had to rush him to hospital yeah (laughs) yeah it was like wow um 
So that was really, really cool to get an insight into, you know, the behind the scenes aspect of the filming of the show itself, like things like that. Um, having them sit down and do the quiz again, which was hilarious. That was very but they funny. Did it, they did it in their own way this time, um, but still recalling things from the show, yeah. which was so much fun. Get, using the quiz to then bring in different actors from the series, like Tom Selleck. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that he still, like, poof. Still tall, still mustachioed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But um, so good. Yes. Mike. Michael. I think Tom Selleck would be a good contender to play Omni-Man in the live action Invinci- Invincible. Oh, good call. Good call. Yep. Cool. I, I can give you that. <laughs> I'll give you that. Nice. I have spoken. okay all right queel (laughs) (laughs) um oh man like there was so much awesomeness yeah to call back on from the show and i really enjoyed it like as you said lady gaga coming in to sing smell a cat with lisa kudrow was pretty cool um and you know just having them watch the costumes that they wore be paraded in I front of them. I was just thinking about like that. a fashion show. Yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> and just to see, just to see Matt LeBlanc wear everything. Yes, all the clothes again. Oh my goodness! The so the the episode where they did that whole you know where he dislocated his shoulder. That episode is the episode that he did the whole wearing all of the clothes on one, like on him, like wearing yeah. all of Chandler's clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is an iconic, iconic costume for Joey. It is so good. And it was, it is definitely something that Joey would 100% do because that's how immature he is. <laughs> And the fact that he did it commando. Uh, <laughs> and that's where he reacts to the Chandler reaction is gold. <laughs> He's like, nice. um, but my goodness, like the show definitely brings people together. It is such a cozy, funny sitcom uh, that, and it's also relatable to certain extents to like so many people around the world definitely find this show very relatable to them. Like I get that they relate to the show so much, the audience. Uh, and you know, there are moments in there that I probably related to and I just, I can't really pinpoint which, which episodes or scenes, but I feel like I need to do another marathon. <laughs> I need to do another run through of this show. Cause I love it so much. I've watched it through like so many times. Um, and yeah, it just, it never gets old. It never gets old for me, but yeah, uh, I, I could talk about this thing all night. Yeah. So I'm going to stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh all my right. gosh. Definitely go and check out the friends, uh, friends, the reunion, uh, on 
binge here in Australia and on HBO Max if you're in the US. Yes. Um, yeah. If you yeah. if you like Friends, you're definitely gonna love yeah. this reunion special. And it's so even, good. Even if you're like me and you're a very casual fan, you will definitely enjoy it. Uh, that's you get sure. a lot out of it. Like you'll yeah. see a lot out of it, especially like it's, it's just a lot of behind the scenes type of stuff. And yeah. I, I just love it. It was very cool. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> All right, Michael, it's your time. Um. <laughs> your time to shine. It's your time to shine. Yes. Um, because you have a quickie review for us, don't you? That we've been teasing this whole episode so far. Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw Coella. Cruella. It was good. The end. (laughs) (laughs) A a true quickie. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I was actually quite surprised on how good it was and quite surprising of how dark it was for a, you know, a Disney IP that's originally for children. But it was really good. It was a nice period piece as well. You... You um, you get to understand Coella a little bit well. You're not necessarily sympathise with her, because essentially, yeah, um, when people when people compared the trailer to us, oh, it's it's uh, the Disney's version of Joker. It's like yes and no. I mean, it is a period piece. It's it's not set in the eighties. It's set in the seventies. I want to say late late sixties, early seventies, and. And Emma Stone is absolutely awesome in it. Um, can pretty much pull off a a, a decent um, uh, a British accent. And also Emma Thompson is absolutely phenomenal in it. Um, and yeah, she's she's always good. And and these these two people butting heads, it's uh, yeah, it's yeah, it just made it just made me happy just to watch it. And also. It it made my jaw drop one one time. Oh yeah, I was going. Are you really going to do that? Okay. <laughs> so I I would highly recommend this. And going back to what we were talking about, there's always room for a second one. And as I said, also it's it will be good to it. It will be good for it to be like the middle. Uh, movie. Uh, if they do a live action, Dalmatian movie with with these characters in mind, um, yeah, I think this will be a good trilogy, in a way. You can have Koala and then the middle one, and then you have the the main story, but ma- pro- probably more focused on uh, Koala. Cruel well. I'm keep on saying koala because there's a there's a koala in my vision at the moment. I'm sorry. Yeah, Fulia has a koala in her background. And, in her background. Be kind. Yes. Be kind. Rewind. And you can see it too if you go to the foolish foolies. <laughs> Uh, Twitch um, page, yes. page or channel. This is true. And, you can and see YouTube. it there. Yes. And, and, yeah. and YouTube. There you go. Shameless plug. And also a quick review <laughs> done and dusted. Go and see it. Awesome. Fabulous. Yes. All right. Yes. It's phenomenal. Awesome. Thanks, Mike. That's okay. That's really good to hear. 
yeah, out of all the um, uh, live action to live action um, Disney stuff, I really enjoy this one. And do more of this, oh, great. please. Yay! Yeah. Cool. Amazing. That's <laughs> really, really good to hear. All right. Awesome. Um, all right. Go check out Cruella, people. You heard it here first. Okay. Speaking of Disney, it's time for the segment, the section, the part, the moment of the show you've all been waiting for. Popcorn culture. <laughs> Koala culture. Koala. No. Popcorn. <laughs> they call me caramello. Quite, <laughs> quite rightly. Mm. <laughs> yes. Um, it's popcorn culture time. All right. So um, for those who are unaware somehow, there is a little show... This little indie project that's kind of, uh, you know, I don't know if it's going to do well. Uh, I mean, it could go either way. Um, called Loki. Um, that's going to be <laughs> on uh, on Disney Plus this oh, week. Oh, cool. They're doing a TV yeah. show of The Mask. Oh, God, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be up yes. for that. Yeah. <laughs> Get around it. Um, bring back Jamie Kennedy. No, don't do that. Um, so yes, so Loki is finally here. Um, we are going to be watching the first episode and most likely discussing it this time next week. Uh, but before then, um, we are going to have a little discussion on, uh, you know, basically the premise of the show, all that we can kind of really get from it at this stage is that it's kind of going to be Loki popping up uh, in different moments in time, different historical moments, um, interfering in some way, uh, whether that's good or bad, we don't know yet, um, or just, you know, I feel like he's going to be there to ensure things go according to plan um, as he's working for slash with the TVA. Um, so we thought instead of just kind of having a general prediction, uh, discussion of what the show might entail, we're going to actually have a, have a guess or just have a, have a think about what, what historical events we would like Loki to actually, uh, you know, interfere with or visit or, uh, just appear in randomly. Um, yeah, just any significant kind of historical events. Um, for me, the couple that come to mind first, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who thought of this straight away, but for some reason, uh, the assassination of JFK came to mind as the first kind of historical event that, uh, it would be funny to see Loki kind of there. Um, cause they kind of touched on that in Umbrella Academy a little bit. Um, in season two. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I think, and Stephen King obviously has done, done some time travel stuff to do with JFK before with 112263. Um, Red Dwarf yeah, I don't know. did. Red Dwarf did, did they? Yeah. And yeah. apparently he shot himself. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, that's good. Um, yeah, so every man and his dog has uh, got a take on 
the that historic day. Um, so I don't know. I think I I think it could be pretty interesting or hysterical. Like I don't know because I feel like Loki's going to be a show that kind of toes the line between comedy and drama pretty seamlessly. Um, so there's going to be a very interesting tone throughout these six episodes and. Yeah, I, th- I just have this idea of Loki just, I don't know, for some, like, if he has to make sure JFK gets shot, not try and save JFK, but he has to make sure, he, like, you know, if some, like, does does Loki end up being the one who has to kill JFK because something happens to Lee Harvey Oswald or something happens to whoever the person on the grassy knoll is, you know, whatever that conspiracy theory pertains to, um, you know. Things like that. I just feel like, you know, maybe maybe something like that could be interesting to explore. Um, the next one that I kind of thought of, um, <laughs> some is kind of related, but not really. Uh, the moon landing, um, for some reason. I, I was going to say yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Sorry to steal your answer, but. We we good minds think alike, as they say. Yes. Um, well, because I'm a I'm a space nut, and uh, I you know I think one of the biggest I feel like the moon landing is probably the biggest event of the 20th century, uh, if not all human history. Almost like it just feels like the fact that it was you know the first time that we'd set foot on uh, on another you know. I don't even know what, what to classify it, but, you know, somewhere that is on Earth, basically, um, mm. you know, for the first time. Like, it's pretty insanely huge. So, I yeah, something something to do with Loki and the moon landing um, I think could be fun, whether or not it's um, they go down the conspiracy theory route of, you know, it was filmed on a soundstage in California somewhere. Um, I hope they don't do that because I'd be very annoyed if they did do that. <laughs> Not even um, if uh, Stanley Kubrick was the director. Yeah, no. Even then, even then. Um, but just on this sci-fi element, I mean, we, I, you can kind of gather from the trailers for Loki so far that there's definitely going to be a lot of heavy sci-fi going on at the same time, and the fact that they've got Michael Waldron, who is one of the Rick and Morty writers, were, uh, as head writer for this. Um, I feel like there's definitely going to be some cool sci-fi references and stuff going on so i would be surprised if the moon landing doesn't get referenced maybe i don't know i guess it just depends again on how how deep into these historical moments we want to we want to go through but i mean like the only two that we've kind of really gotten a gauge on in in the the two main ones anyway um outside of mcu events at least that we see in these trailers is um the you know D.B. Cooper incident and uh, uh, what looks like um, Pomp- maybe Pompeii, um, mm. Mount Vesuvius erupting. So, which I really need context for that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I did kind of, before I pass on to Fulia, I did kind of want to, I don't know, ponder for a moment if, if Loki would actually... Uh, the series would actually tackle some more heavy world events like like the chernobyl disaster came to mind for some reason i i mean i don't know like if there's anything like that like those kind of events where you could put a take on it that's 
quirky or different or new or fresh without it being offensive. Um, or maybe they're just going to steer clear of that kind of stuff. I don't know. Um, or maybe we're just, you know, I'm just way off base and, you know, they're going to be tackling a lot more older stuff and, and, and events that are, you know, maybe the maybe the events will range from insignificant to, to major. Like, yeah, like I said, I really just want to know why he's at the he's in Pompeii for some reason um, in this in this series. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, those are kind of the ones that come to mind for me. Um, I'm sure there's others that I'm not thinking of that would be just as good, if not better. But Fulia, um, I would like to hear what you are thinking. Where would you like to see Loki pop up? Um, I agree about the moon landing one. That one <laughs> would be interesting to see mm. where, you know, the footage that we get will be him instead of Neil Armstrong. <laughs> Armstrong stepping on the on the thing and everybody thinking that he's like human and he's the first human and he's like, no no, I'm not the first human. I've I've been on this moon before. <laughs> um that would be that'd be pretty funny to to see. Um I I really can't really think of anything else to be honest. Uh n- like I'm not very good with history, <laughs> so, so, and I've been trying to find, like, been doing a little bit of research throughout this whole podcast to see if <laughs> I can think of something <laughs> apart from that. Okay. Um, All right. Well, Fulia, Fulia, I'll spin it for you then. What? Okay. What kind of, I don't know, what kind of things would you like to see in the series? Or maybe give us a prediction of of what Loki's story <laughs> is gonna be like, I don't know. What are you? No, what are you? What I, are you? Or what are you? What are you looking forward to seeing in the show? <laughs> give me, give me something. Uh, I, I don't want to do that. Uh, I I'm just trying to think of like different um different points in history, apart from the moon landing, <laughs> that isn't too political. Oh no! Um, you, you can you can get political. I'm sure there'll be some political something in it. Maybe. Oh, I, I know. I know. Mike will probably bring bring them up. Nah, nah, nah. Um, <laughs> He's the one that burned down the the um uh the uh the Library of Alexandria. There you go. Hey. Okay. That's that's a good one. He that's sunk the Titanic. Uh, <laughs> he he stabbed Caesar. Like that would track with his character too, you know. He loves he loves to stab, you know, people in general. In general, so he was really um, Brutus. <laughs> yeah, he was Brutus. <laughs> Loki was Brutus. Oh my god! I hope they do that. That'd be hilarious. Um, he so Lo- Loki could. Uh, uh, it'd be really really cool or interest. Not cool. It, it'd be interesting. To see Loki speak with Hitler, <laughs> <laughs> had a little chat with him. <laughs> yeah, or maybe like maybe Loki has. I mean, this could be really dark. I don't want to get dark, but like maybe no, Lo- maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe 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 Loki has to be the one to go into the bunker to convince him to kill himself. <laughs> Yikes! 
Or he's the one that has to tell Hitler that he's lost the war and that, you know, all, you know, he's going to rot in a prison cell or be executed. So, I don't know. Yeah. Something yeah. like that, maybe. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. It's not really a point in history. Maybe, actually, maybe it could be. Like, when, when Queen Elizabeth um, was, um, was crowned the queen. The coronation. The coronation, he mm-hmm. like he could have been there. <laughs> True, he could have caused a little. He could have caused a little bit of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> he could have caused. He could have caused the abdication. He could have. Yes. He, uh. he could have posed as Wallace. Wallace, the freaking American woman who uh, lured the king away and made him abdicate. <laughs> well, I mean, he's po- he's 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 posed as you know women. The before. queen's uncle. Yeah, no, the no, Queen's no, no, uncle the who was originally king. Yeah, he could be yeah. he could be yeah, he could be Wal- Wallace Simpson, the wa- the the woman who caused his abdication. <laughs> Loki in drag. He's like Bugs Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> well, the the word word is on the street we're going to see Lady Loki in this show. Uh, so I mean, okay, maybe L- Loki as Yoko Ono. There you go. <laughs> Break up the Beatles. I've got one that's mm. probably for good, and it's royalty yeah. as well. Okay. Um, mm. But it's also mischief as well. Mm. Uh, Ooh, please Lo- go. Loki is Charles the Second. <laughs> Charles the Second? Yeah. He, he's the one that brought back the monarchy after years of Puritan r- rule. Ah. Oh. So, yeah, and he was like a party boy. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he, he brought back party to to the royal palace. Ooh, ooh. He, he could have. He, he he was the driver of the limousine, and it's going really dark. That Princess Diana was killed. <laughs> I'm sorry. Gloria. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, don't be. Just, don't the first be sorry. Thing that into, it was like going, one of the things we, that popped into my head as soon I, as we. Started been, talking about royalty. We've been dark. We've been dark. <laughs> um, well, Mike mentioned part like party, party maker or party starter. Just for some reason, it made me think of the Greek god Dionysus, um, or Di- or Dionysus, depending on your pronunciation. Yeah. Um, but like maybe maybe Loki's responsible for. Wouldn't that be funny if like a Norse god <laughs> was responsible for some part of like. Greek mythology or other mythology or something. <laughs> well, we are like, getting Zeus in the next Thor movie. That's very true. That's very true. Um, all right, Mike. What are your what are what are some others that you came up with, or have you mentioned them all already? Oh, no, there's a couple. Um, he's he's the one that started the fire of uh, of London Bridge. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of uh, I, yeah. You said you said start the fire, and for some reason, I just thought of Billy Joel. Like he <laughs> he wrote, "We didn't start the fire," and gave it to Billy Joel. Yeah, <laughs> and that entire list he he was involved with. Yes, literally every event in the, in the in that in that song. <laughs> uh, there you um, go. I also have a prediction that okay, because we're dealing with multiple Lokis as well. I reckon. Yes. We get a Loki death in every episode. 
Oh, please oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why would you say something like that? Because the bastard <laughs> dies in almost every single movie. <sighs> Look, well, this I, is true. <laughs> can I can I point a point a fact out? He only has died once. We thought he was dead in Thor one. We th- we he faked his death in the Dark World. And then he really died in Infinity War, so... <laughs> and he's, and he's going to die again. No, and he didn't is. die in Ragnarok. No, he didn't. he didn't. No, his character died in Ragnarok. <laughs> no, Thor's character died in Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you're not wrong on that as well, Mike. Very true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. Oh my um, God, they killed Loki. Could you imagine... <laughs> I can see the memes already. Fuck. I, I, re- I reckon they can probably pull that off. If we're dealing with multiple Lokis and he's yeah. essentially yeah. there to get rid of them, quote unquote. So, and that would be cool to watch. Like, Yeah, yeah. That, that would be wibbly wobbly timey wimey sort of stuff. You have to Definitely. kill different variations of yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's kind of one of the things that was rumored or hinted at or something was the fact that because the reason, like Loki, it, the Loki we know that's from the Avengers one timeline, he's wearing that jacket that says variant on the back, um, and then one of the other characters in one of the trailers refers to him as this as a Loki variant, right? So he's like you know one obviously one version of many like infinite Lokis or whatever. Um, yeah. So I think one of the things that people were speculating or saying that's going to happen is, you know, part of his mission with the TVA is going to be tracking down his counterparts and stuff. Yeah. So it'd be really, like you're saying, it'd be really interesting if they decided to do a, a, a thing of, you know, every episode <laughs> they track down a Loki and he has to kill him or something. Um, <laughs> kill yeah. himself. I mean... I don't think I could, yeah, I don't know if I could handle that, but I think it could make for some good good storytelling and some very good comedy. Uh, if I was showrunner, I would go for it. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're not showrunner. <laughs> having to bet, am I going to be right? <laughs> it's going to, not necessarily like killing them, but, but there's going to be like multiple, multiple ones that they're going for. Because because we're dealing with time and with time, uh, different timelines. There's also different dimensions. So it, it's sort of our f- quote unquote first um, multiverse um, show or multiverse thing in 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 yeah. uh, the MCU. Yeah, it is. It is technically. Yeah, it will be. That's for sure. Um, yeah. No, there's so much potential here for what they can do with. Mm. With the cat, with the character, and um, and with the, I don't know, with the worlds that they're exploring. Um, yeah, I just, I just really hope we get some kind of Asgardian s- stuff going on. Um, I don't know, and I'm, I, I'm also kind of really excited to see because you know there is that one part where Owen Wilson's character Mobius shows Loki uh, what became of him in the main timeline. I'm really looking forward to seeing Avengers what 
Avengers 1 Loki reacting to himself becoming a good guy, essentially. Yeah, the um, quote-unquote um, original timeline. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to seeing his full-on reaction to that. That's going to be very, very funny. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what else could we say? I th- should we wrap it up here, maybe? If, unless anyone else has any last-minute little... Uh, predictions or other historical events. Hmm. He's in the same room the day that Fred the Alien Productions was put together. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was in that photo. He's the one taking the photo. (laughs) Yeah, he has has to make sure that uh, you guys all get together so then uh, I will come aboard later on. And the yes. show, and, and the and show will keep happen. going. Yeah, <laughs> this has and to thus happen. the podcast. And I'm and the one. The and I'm the one who has to kill him. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, It'll be on top okay. of a building. The whole of Melbourne is on fire, and I've got a gun to his head, and say, like, "I'm sorry, Kendall. I have to do this." <laughs> In front of her. And I'll I'll just be like, okay, Michael, can you give me like fifteen minutes, okay? <laughs> and then you can have him back. Just <laughs> fifteen minutes. Well, I can do it now, and you can just have the warm body. No. <laughs> and with that. And with oh, that dark humor, and with we're that. Done. <laughs> And I think, yes, that'll wrap up our, our Loki discussion yes. for popcorn culture. What mm-hmm. historical events should Loki visit? Um, so tune in to Loki on Disney+. Plus. Hashtag not sponsored, but we'd love to be. Um, this week, the first episode drops Wednesday, the 9th of June. Um, and yeah, tune in to see if we were right about anything. Um, <laughs> and then you'll you'll get... Our full thoughts with spoilers, just a fair warning, uh, like we did for WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier, that will start next Sunday. Uh, cannot wait for some discussion. I just cannot, I honestly find this very surreal that this show is even happening, to be honest. It's, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm a bit, I'm a bit. In a bit of a daze, I suppose, about it. <laughs> <laughs> my fav- it down a Wednesday. It's like my favourite <laughs> actor doing my favourite character. I'm just, it's too good to be true. So Over and Wednesday. over again. No, Is Michael. <laughs> what? He's doing his character over and over again. Oh, over. I thought you were going to say over and over again. Like, you know, he's... Loki dying over and over again. I thought you were making a reference to that. Oh. <laughs> well, that too. Yeah, but... yes all right that'll do it um Mm -hmm. so until next time um time for some plugs um i have a couple of things i'd like to mention firstly being my latest episode of non-scripted ramblings which is my uh eternals trailer reaction um so i mean pretty much a slightly slightly different reaction to the one i gave you uh, <laughs> earlier in Trailer Park because I've had more time to mull over um, my thoughts on the trailer. 
Um, but um, but yeah, if you want my live reaction to it, please go check it out now on the YouTube channel. Um, and then, of course, Fulia and I uh, didn't get to plug this last week, uh, although we kind of plugged it the week before, but I'm going to plug it again because why not? Um, yes. This is the shameless plug section of the show. Uh, the monthly is up. Um, we discussed the uh, third season of Lego Masters Australia. Um, had yes. A had a really, really good time with that one. So it, much fun. It turned out really well. Uh, it was a very good chat um, going through all our favorite builds, our favorite teams, moments, and all of that jazz. Um, so if you're a huge LEGO Masters fan um, and have watched LEGO Masters Australia Season 3, you won't want to miss our chat on that. So uh, check that out on your favorite podcasting application right now. And speaking um, of Lego, I went out and bought some. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I bought like f- five sets of Lego. <laughs> nice. <laughs> very nice. All of very them are nice. Harry Potter related. Oh, they, very they good. Like you. But yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, cool. All right. Well, I think that's all the plugs we've got, isn't it? Yep. So for this week. Wait, for this week, those are our plugs, which means it's the end of the show, people. Yay! <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna try and do this all virtually. Ready? <laughs> One, a two, a three, and, and that, that that was, was a, a podcast, podcast, podcast called Fred. <laughs> Yay. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apocopast. <laughs> if you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions. Hell yeah! I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been here for a Cantar Major. And I don't want to wait for Loki's life to be over. It's gonna happen. I'm sorry, Kendall, but it will. <laughs> Margo Lister. <laughs> oh, and, and that. You. Now you just experienced. You just experienced. A, a podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Sorry, I was too. I was emotional. too distracted and emotional. I'm sorry, I'm fucked. Michael, Michael, please. <laughs> remember to eat beef. Yes, eat the beef. Freddy lives. Take care. Stay safe. Freddy yes, lives. And so does Loki. Damn it. Loki die. No. That'll be that'll be the yin to the yang. No. Freddy lives. Loki dies. Incorrect. And, and, and see. see.